Creative Wisdom Digest offers daily opportunities to experience the joys of endurance in building biblical wisdom within our creative workflows and projects. This podcast is for creative professionals, entrepreneurs, digital creators, and even if you love to create as a hobby or you're ready to pick back up a creative talent that you've been longing to get back into. As long as you are aspiring to create, having the original creator, our maker, as our guidance, we can create in the midst of chaos. Our creative success is inevitable as long as we put into practice daily biblical meditation in our endeavors. My name is Tiffany M. Ruffner and I'll be your host along this creative journey. Remember to follow so you'll be notified of each episode. Grace and peace wise creative happy finish Friday. Y'all it is our time for reset and I hope that you will be joining us live on our reset on YouTube at 10 30 a.m pacific standard time 1 30 p.m eastern standard time so we are in a new month okay and we want to make sure that we look at everything from february i actually did my first podcast for the creatives reset on sunday and it actually aired on the youtube channel so if you have not seen it go check it out i give more detail about how these both of these podcasts are kind of interactive on that youtube channel so it's two podcasts on there there's the creative wisdom digest and there's also the creatives reset which happens we have a weekly live stream every friday and then a monthly podcast reset where I go into a little bit more uh, this past month for February. I just gave like an introduction about what it is, but we will be going into more detail for the end of March. So that actually that episode will be coming out on March 31st, actually the last day of March. So definitely will set you up powerfully to go into the second quarter And I hope that you are able to catch that. But I'm going to go ahead and pray and we'll get started. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you, oh Lord God, for your love. This uh, 2024 seems to be going by quickly. But Lord, we thank you that we are being very intentional about what we do in this hour. We are being intentional about going to you and seeking you about your wisdom so that we can make wise choices. And so, Lord, I pray today that as we finish strong and thinking about how we are not like the world, but we are separate from the world, but yet we are called to share the love of God with the world, to make your name known to bring glory to you, Lord God. I pray that we are able to really truly reflect and see how are we doing this within our creative projects? How are we showing the love that we need to show? And just thank you that we get to rest in you and that we don't have to be, we don't have to try to put on, but we can really truly be ourselves in you. And we give you all the glory and we thank you even now in Jesus name. Amen. All right. Yeah. So I am, I am delighted to bring this to you today. I don't have a structured episode planned out, but I believe that the Holy Spirit is with me because I prayed a prayer before 
of doing this episode. And I trust that he's going to give us exactly what we need to finish well. And so I'm going to read the focus scriptures of this week first, and then um, we'll get into the rest (laughs) or we'll get into what it looks like to finish well with that. John 15 verse 19, the Passion Translation says, if you were to give your allegiance to the world, they would love and welcome you as one of their own. But because you won't align yourself with the values of this world, they will hate you. I have chosen you and taken you out of the world to be mine. First John 2 verses 15 through 17, the Passion Translation says, don't Set the affections of your heart on this world or in loving the things of the world. The love of the father and the love of the world are incompatible for all that the world can offer us. The gratification of our flesh, the allurement of the things of the world and the obsession with status and importance. None of these things come from the father, but from the world. This world and its desires are in the process of passing away. But those who love to do the will of God live forever. And then finally, Psalm 46 verse 10 and the New American Standard Bible 95 says, Cease striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. I really want to look at how we have been set apart and we've looked at this week right tuning out the distractions of this world so that we can create with god we've embraced our growth um going beyond our comfort zone so we made sure that we are growing in christ and we're not staying in our comfort zones and one thing that i i I was on this call yesterday in my church and The thing that stood out to me was the fear of God and knowing who God is and truly fearing God is not being tolerant with sin. And that's within ourselves and that's with others. I think that's when we really truly know how to love one another. You know, that was the topic last week. And sometimes people will say that they love you, but they let you go around doing all kind of things that's causing harm. And it's not like they can actually control you, but they don't say anything. I remember this time when I was a teenager, young adult, I'm not really sure the exact age I was, but I grew up with my grandparents. They adopted me. And I remember (laughs) my grandmother had took my key. She asked for her key back for the house. And I didn't know why she did it. But I gave it to her. I went to stay with my cousin for a little bit, but I was like, I can't take this. And so I called my dad and I asked him if I could come stay with him. And he was like, okay, you could come stay with me, but you need to be in by, I think he gave me like a a curfew, like nine or 10 o'clock. And you know, at this point I'm over 18. So I think I'm grown, right? So I had a curfew. He said that I needed to watch my nephews. My nephew was a little baby and he was like, he was raising him at that time. And I'm like, uh, in my head, I didn't have to do all of that. Staying with my grandparents. I said, I'm going to, uh, swallow my pride. Cause it was pride that was keeping me from going back there. 
apologize and I'm going to go stay over there so I could do what I want to do. But little did I know that he has set up those rules so that he could truly like, even though I'm grown, I'm grown at that point <laughs> in my head, like, well, legally I was grown, but emotionally I wasn't. And he was setting up parameters so that I wouldn't, I wouldn't go down a destructive path. And I actually, because I did not choose to do that because I wanted to go out as I please. So I didn't stay with him. I ended up suffering the consequences because of that. And so there was things that happened in my life that would not have happened had I went to live a more disciplined life with my dad. <laughs> and so I think this is the part of loving one another that sometimes we don't, we don't get to like this generation doesn't do that. This generation doesn't call out stuff like that or set those type of parameters up because it's considered judging. Right. And so we want to learn how to truly fight the ridicule with compassion, not sarcasm, but really like have compassion, but have love in a certain way to where we're not like, we're not, not checking people. You know what I'm saying? And then on Wednesday, we actually talked about a wellspring of reassurance, like just knowing that we are chosen. And yesterday we looked at how we've been designed to thrive and truly resting in our true value. And so today, as we're finishing up this week, I'm not sure how your creative projects went. Mine had a few bumpy roads and I'm not sure if it was because of things going spiritually, but it was going really well for a little while. You know, I like, well, it's like I, I fell back, then I caught up and I was like in this cool zone. And then it was like, things got all disrupted again because I had some emotions about things. <laughs> and so I just was realizing just how, how close or how intricate our relationship with God is. And there were some things that hit me on Wednesday that I didn't know was there. And I just found myself in more of a yearning place and truly like wanting to set up a different type of spiritual routine, but not from a religious standpoint. I have some, some good guidance when it comes to things to do spiritually. And it's something that I really want to implement for March. And that has to do with dreaming with God. It has to do with waking with God. And that means like I'm, I'm meditating on his word before I go to bed. I'm waking up and I'm just listening. Like I'm, I'm giving him glory and I'm thanking him and I'm just asking him, you know, what's on your heart, what's on your mind, Lord, and not trying to get about my own to-do list or things that I want to check off for the day. And I think that's really important in being called his because we are set apart and we are actually living this life for him. Right. And so that means that we want to be in 
the, the correct alignment with him. But we can't do that if we're trying to do that, trying to live how we want to live. And so I think that's one of my biggest takeaways inside of that. And I actually want to share um, something from Proverbs chapter one that I think that we all can take a look at and really consider, especially what I shared from my early adult years, um, my example from my early adult years earlier. So Proverbs one, verse 22, how long you simple ones, will you love simplicity? How long will mockers delight themselves in mockery and fools hate knowledge? Turn at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make known my words to you because I have called and you have refused. I have stretched out my hand and no one has paid attention, but you have ignored all my counsel and wanted none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your disaster. I will mock when calamity overtakes you, when calamity overtakes you like a storm, when your disaster comes on like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come on you, then they will call on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me because they hated knowledge and didn't choose the fear of Yahweh. They wanted none of my counsel. They despise all my reproof. Therefore, they will eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own schemes. For the backsliding of the simple will kill them. The careless ease of fools will destroy them. Verse 33, but whoever listens to me will dwell securely and will be at ease without fear of harm. This is wisdom speaking, right? And so I think this, this is what we want to consider when we're looking at how it is that we are, are uh, submitting our lives to God. Are we submitting to wisdom or are we trying to go our own way as a fool? And these are the consequences that happen that happened through verses 22 through 32 in Proverbs chapter one. We want to really consider that even going into the month of March, as we may set goals, are we set goals with God? Are we asking him, seeking him about who we're doing projects with, or if we're supposed to stay in the, in the job that we're at, we want to seek him about like, what is the most wise thing for us to do creatively? What is the most wise thing we can do in our creative business? We want to make sure that we are always seeking him for the wisdom so that we are not doing it in our own strength so that we are truly living for him. And so that way we're not grumbling. We're not doing things outside of his will. And I mean, from a sense of grumbling, like sometimes you, you want to say that about other people that you're working with or other people that you're dealing with, but you didn't, you never went to him to ask for wisdom. And so I think this is one of the things that we want to look at because he may give us the right answer and the right response that we need to share with the person. All we have to do is ask him for his help. All we have to do is ask him for wisdom and he'll give us the right words to say. We don't have to grumble against them and we don't have to look at what they're doing and judge them outside of that point. Yes, we could come to them with love and compassion, but we don't have to say snickering remarks with sarcasm 
and being judgmental or being super, super like religious to where the point they will never see the light and they'll just continue in their darkness. So we want to be mindful of that as we go out. So I think this is how we finish well. I am looking forward to seeing you all on the reset and I will check you out then. God bless and have an amazing day.